Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business that you were born to be. And today, as always, I have another amazing guest to introduce you to. Milana Lashinsky is a dynamic woman who is really changing the face of business and what it means to go for your dreams. I love where she's come from and where she's taken her business now because she's really highlighting for people that that goal of making a million dollars in your business that is just so many people are going for this may not be what you actually want it to be. So Milana, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dana. It's good to be here. I'm excited to talk about this, uh, um, I would say, controversial topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, for so many people, that that idea of building a million dollars or, you know, billion dollar business is the big dream. It's the big thing. And you did that in your business. So, Well, it's the holy grail of entrepreneurship. If you think about it, you really haven't made it until you can say that I have a million dollar business. In fact, yeah. I talked to some people who believe that a six-figure business, it's not even a business. It's hardly even a practice. Oh, wow. Right? So there's, there's that to really um, compete against that uh, online world opinion. It's like, what yeah. is what is a business and at what marker? And I mean, you know, you talk about having reached that million dollar mark and then felt kind of empty and unfulfilled. Yeah, just like no connection to the purpose of what I was doing. Um, there was nothing beyond that. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't even realize I made a million dollars. My company hit 1.4 when I found out that I hit seven figures. And I was just so busy and so yeah. tired and so sleepy. And all I wanted to do is to go to Dominican Republic with my husband and be on the beach. Like that was the thing that I was thinking about. I didn't know. And I was talking to my accountant. I was like, I made, I already hit seven figures. Why didn't I know? Why didn't it feel like a million dollars should feel? Yeah. So what did you think a million dollars was going to feel like? <laughs> you know what? Never, nobody ever asked me that question. Um, I thought it was going to feel like a million dollars, <laughs> you know, like uh, Danny DeVito in the movie Twins, like for a million dollars. Yeah. It just, it, it would definitely, you know, you, where I came from, I, I spent a few years on welfare after I came to this country. For me to go from that level to having a million dollars and making a million dollars felt like a very significant accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I think what it, I thought it would feel like is deep pride is mm. uh, an achievement. But the thing is that by then I was already surrounded by people who were making $20 million. So it right. didn't feel like enough. Significant. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the thing is if you're sitting there at a million, everybody else is making 20 million. Suddenly it's like, well, a million's not enough. It's, it's, I need always, to go for it. You always adjust not only your, um, income but also your mindset based on who you're surrounded by by then um as i was growing my business i surrounded myself with other very successful very profitable entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and so to them the fact that i made a million dollars meant very little wow was like yeah join the club come on in <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it's almost a let you know that lunch bag letdown kind of situation yeah Right. And, and plus, 
Um, a million dollars doesn't really mean that you have a million dollars. It just means right. that you generated a million dollars in revenue. Yes. Which and we all know, like, there's a difference between your gross absolutely. income and your net income. But I don't know if you knew that, but most people who will, who say that they have a million dollar business or that they made a million dollars, they do refer to the gross revenue. Yes. Nobody ever thinks about or likes to reveal the details underneath. Oh yeah, but I spent 900,000 of it yeah. on my team, um, on, um, you know, hard expenses on the event production or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love to focus people on the profit because, you know, I have a similar story in that, you know, I reached that million dollar mark in my business, but we were facing bankruptcy because there was just so much going out. So it doesn't mean anything if you have all of that money, but you're not profitable. You're better off to have a hundred thousand dollar business that's profitable and is not crazy, yeah. you know, amount of time. Well, and I think it also matters what your goal in business is. For example, right. I could be making less money than a million dollars and not have a team um, and not maybe reach as many people or, or help as many customers. Um, and maybe it's satisfying to a lot of people to be at that level. But a lot of people who strive for a million or multi-million dollar business, they love the idea of building a team, mm -hmm. millions of having big events, um, even though they might make the same amount of money as, as someone else does without the team, without the big productions, mm -hmm. um, the, the level of satisfaction to them is not going to be the same. They need to build bigger, to be bigger, yeah. um, to create bigger, to have a bigger impact. Yeah. So what was it that made the switch for you? So you're, you're sitting there and it's like, you know, I'm making 1.4 million. And was it at that point that you realized that you weren't happy doing what you're, you know, that, doing it that way? Yeah. I didn't know that I was unhappy. I didn't know that I was overwhelmed or that I needed something else. I started having panic attacks. Oh, wow. And I didn't know at first what they were. I never yeah. had a panic attack until, um, three and a half, four years ago, as I was in the middle of building that company with my business partner. And that was the first time that I ever had a business partner. I've always had my own business. Right. For the last few years, I had partnered with somebody and I started having panic attacks. Um, and I would call them episodes. You know, I was so clueless about what panic attacks were and the fact that they were related to anxiety and a long-term ongoing anxiety, mm -hmm. I actually bought a little fan to put on my desk to blow in my face, thinking maybe it's a heat attack. <laughs> maybe when I am running a training and there's a fan in my face, it won't trigger anything. Mm. But that didn't help. So, I mean, I went to all kinds of doctors to figure out that it was, it, it was anxiety-driven panic attacks. And of course, I started looking at that differently at that point, thinking, I'm not anxious. I'm okay. I'm fine. Why, why would they start? But as I started observing, I realized that, yes, I was constantly thinking about the business, no matter what I was doing, where mm -hmm. I was. Um, it would, you know, we would launch a, a product, then we would deliver the product, then we would do a live event around the product. And I would co come home, we would do another launch and it would never stop. It was yeah. 
delivery event launch, delivery event. There was no time to sit with, with it, with myself. There was really no time to reflect. Are we going in the right direction? Is this, so bottom line is it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. It wasn't sustainable. And I didn't know that, but my body did. And so I had to get out because my panic attacks were getting worse and worse and worse. And finally I said, you know what? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the business partnership, the relationship. I don't know if it's the business model or the structure um, or something else, but I cannot go on like this. And so I sold my business to my partner, my half of the business to my partner, got out and took a few months of sabbatical, as I like to call it. Of course, it was very hard not to do anything. I yes. What's next? But at least I no longer had a deadline. Mm. Any I nice. Anything to push, to launch. Um, nobody owned my um, my schedule, so it was nice. It was for the first time in my life, I was truly experiencing very uncomfortable freedom from everything. I love that uncomfortable freedom because it's, it's different when you've been the person pushing all the time. It's difficult. People think, oh, well, just relax. Well, it's really a challenge to get out of that habit of push, 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 push yeah. and go, 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 go. And so where are you now? So you've, you know, you did, took that sabbatical and then what did that make you realize of how you needed to run your business or wanted to run your business? I, so at first I was extremely uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do with myself, with my time, with my days. I mean, I went to school, then I went immediately to college, then I immediately got married, then I immediately had a child, then I immediately started, uh, I have my second one, started a business. I never stopped in my life. I was always go, go, go. And yeah. in there, I came to America from Ukraine as a 19 year old. So I had to learn a language. I had to change my career, my field, because I was a music teacher. And now I had to do something that was actually um, sustainable, that would sustain me in America. So I had to change. So I constantly was pushing myself. And so that period of time was inc incredibly uncomfortable. Um, and I knew that if I were to start another business, which I wasn't even sure at that time, I was so burnt out, I didn't know what I, I was going to do next. But if I were to start a new business, it would be something that I am fully and completely in love with. I needed my business to be the expression of myself some, mm. some way or another. Yeah. Um, and it happened. I went to a, an event with a friend, um, a typical marketing event that I would normally go to. And I looked around the room as the speaker was teaching marketing and I thought, this is so complex. This is just pure complexity. These people, nobody's going to implement what this guy is teaching. This is just crazy complex. I bet these people are looking for simplicity. And that's when the name of my company, Simplicity Circle, came to mind. And I created something that I believe is probably the best, um, truly the best business in its foundation is because it's really rooted in the idea of um, business can be complex, but it doesn't have to be if you're mindful around it. Right. And then I started really 
you know, working with people. And at first I didn't know what simplicity meant. I knew how to bring my clients to a place of simplicity in their business, but I didn't have a, a process or an understanding of how I do that. And over time I realized the process and I actually developed a program around it. And so that's what I do now. I love it. I love it. So basically, are you, you know, are you taking all of the marketing stuff that's been complicated and making it, you know, succinct and simplified for people or have yeah. I got this wrong? So let, let me talk about what simplicity means to me. Um, okay. I've actually uh, surveyed 700 people. What does simplicity mean to you? And the answers just range from minimalism and living in the cabin in the woods all the way to simplifying a, um, a data management system, like really down there, the level yeah. people, right? Um, and so simplicity principle actually comes from Albert Einstein. Everything must be as simple as possible, but not simpler. The one thing that he never defined is what is simple? Mm. Where does simplicity come from? That's what I had to really dig in as far as business. And so what I learned is simplicity comes for you when you align what you do with what comes natural to you or as natural as possible. And maybe that's natural because you've done it so much for so long. Right. Maybe it's natural because you are just naturally gifted in that. Maybe because you really worked on that and mastered that skill. And so now it comes natural to you. Right. Um, and so to me, simplicity means in business, it means that you design your business around the areas, around the skills, which I call your super skills that come naturally to you. And how do you know that it comes natural to you? Well, every time you use your skills, your super skills, the results come with ease. Mm. And every time you use it, you get um, better and better at it. So it's more natural. It's sort of, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the, the expression, the unique ability. There's a book, mm -hmm. called, right? So it's something like that, but there is more to it. Um, simplicity is something that you, like, you don't know uh, what your super skills is when you're a new business owner. How right. do you know what's going to work for you? You really don't. So the way that you look at it, you want to look at it is, what do you feel drawn to? Right. Because that's the first sign that that's something you should explore. When I first started my business many years ago, this is my 18th year now, um, I, uh, I, I attended a teleseminar, teleclass, and I really enjoyed it. And I thought, I want to do a teleclass. I'm a music teacher by background. I like teaching. And so I was drawn to that. So I signed myself up for a five-day teleseminar leader training. And I had my first teleseminar. I had 12 people. And I continued to do that. And I really enjoyed that. That was fun. And I got even one client from that teleseminar. Yay. <laughs> you know, years later, as I continued to master that skill that I was originally drawn to, I had a webinar. By then, it was a not just a teleseminar, but webinar with video and slides, you know, as technology progresses. And I had 2000 people on it and I made half a million dollars off of it. Fantastic. So that is just an example of how you can feel, you know, into what makes you interested. Are you drawn to this strategy? Pay attention to that. All right. I've never been drawn to Facebook ads. <laughs> Anytime I tried it, it's because somebody told me that I should do it. <laughs> yes. Great. 
method. And I'm sure it is. It works for a lot of people. Yeah. But I tried it and every time I quit, I would try it and I would quit. And of course it didn't work because I quit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They don't work for me because I don't feel drawn to it. And if I still want to do it, I just need to maybe delegate it to someone else. Right. Yeah. But then you're starting to get into, oh, how big do you want your team to be? Right. It it triggers another set of skills and whether you're drawn to building a team and growing people within your company. Yeah. Which is such an important piece. You know, so many people think, oh, well, I'll grow the team and then I can make more money. And it's like, well, you need to grow. I love that you say grow the team because you want to grow the team. You want to have that bigger impact. That's something that you desire to have because you may or may not net any more money. So you might as well, you have to love it. You have to be pulled towards that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, by the time I left my previous company, my partnership, we had 17 people on our team. And what's funny is that I actually felt drawn to working with those people, to managing them, to meeting, you know, every Monday and motivating them to Mm. do their best. But then I also had this other part of the business that I had to run, the visionary part, the building of the the product creation, the, the program. So suddenly I was wearing way too many hats. Right. And I had to choose. And actually my body chose for me. Yeah. <laughs> nope, you're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to sabbatical. Right. We're going to a little change of direction here. Yeah. It's time to pivot. Yeah. I love it. So you're working, are you working one-on-one with people? Or are you still doing groups? How are you? Yeah. Servicing. I don't do one-on-one. I mean, I have a couple of clients, um, some clients and projects that I was drawn to. So I was right. to that, like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Or I, you know, you're very coachable. I think I wouldn't love to work with you. Uh, but for the most part, I run uh, my program called Simplicity Business Growth Experience. I literally take a group of people through the process that I discovered and they, they are transformed. I mean, I literally have people who've been in business for decades who have never seen this, um, clarity around what they should be focusing on in their business or um, people who have been told that this is the way to grow your business without really looking at what are your super skills and how do you translate those super skills into business mm-hmm. right and how this clarity allows these people now to do business um in their own way, you know, because there are many ways to be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And we are taught out there by blueprints and systems and formulas that this is how you be an entrepreneur. And so when people go through my simplicity process, they realize it's like, this is my way of being an entrepreneur. I found my way. And that is so exciting because now, um, you know, a lot of things that you understand that day, not like nobody else, a lot of things in business and success happen because you bring your energy, a certain level of energy to it, right? Yeah. Everything right by the book. But if you don't feel it, it's not going to work. So every time I succeeded with a project or a business, it's because I was on fire about it. Mm, absolutely. I love that because that's where, you know, when you're fired up about something, yes. then your energy skyrockets. People feel that, um, you know, it, and really they've proven that in sales that when you are excited about what you're doing, 
it doesn't, you don't have to be perfect at the pitch or the, you know, the way you, you present it. People feel that excitement and they want to be engaged with that. They want to get on board with you. So the idea of simplicity approach is actually getting paid for waking up and just being you. Mm. That love it. that you don't have to pretend that you have interest in this or that you have this skills or that you um, need to be, that you want to be doing this. Like I, for example, I'm not drawn to networking, but so many people tell me that this is where the money is in connections. So you have to make yourself visible to groups of people on a regular basis. And I understand the logic behind mm-hmm. it. But as I look over the course of my last 18 years, that is not where my money came from. That is not where my success came from. Yeah. Yes, I connected with people, but not through networking, not through um, you know, purposefully scheduling networking meetings or going to networking meetings or making connections. And I have a friend who just schedules what she calls a virtual coffee every single day with like five people. She thrives on it. And that's how she's successful. I love it. Right? So there are many ways to be successful. We don't need to follow a method or a formula that works for somebody else because their methods that work for them are based on their super skills. Mm-hmm. And when, when somebody says, this is the fastest, the easiest way to do this, it just means that it's the fastest and easiest way for them. Yes. And you have to find your own way. You have to pay attention to what has worked for you before. Yeah. have to find that pattern. I also, you know, give people, you know, specific tools and assessments to help you uncover your super skills and also translate it very specifically into your business model, your marketing activity. What does your business look like based on the fact that you are this, that you scored this uh, in the assessment on your, your, your unique business personality? I love it. Like this is where you and I really align because I'm all about telling people is that they have to do it in a way that works for them. They have to do it in a way that lights them up, that their intuition, which is, you know, where you're saying, it's like, what are you drawn to? I, I call it intuition, but it's that it's, it's connecting with that piece. So I'm curious that this system, would you say it is best suited for people who are starting out or people who have, you know, been in yeah. business for a while? I like to have people in this program who have already been in business for at least a year or two. Great. Who have already tried things because that level of awareness is already there, right? Mm -hmm. Although I must say to you that originally I designed this program for people who are already making six and maybe even seven figures in business, but they are feeling burnt out. Right. Because they're doing just so much and everything gotten so complicated. So it's really for people um, who are advanced in business as well, but who don't really have um, a way right now to pull back. They don't know what to pull back from. Right? Yeah. And so it's really for, it's not for a complete newbie because you wouldn't even know where to start, how to define it. Want to. Yeah. <laughs> for somebody who you, you, you need to at least have, your niche, and maybe even um, a website for your business. I would say that Love it. that is my criteria of how I say to people, yep, you are the right person. And of course, because you are looking for simplicity and you love the idea of simplicity entrepreneurship because you can grow and scale your business 
and you know without the cost of your health your relationships um your life right i love it i love it okay so i know we could we could continue to dive into this topic for so much longer but just before we wrap up why don't you give people the link of where they can find out more about that program yeah absolutely just uh, go to my simplicitycircle.com website it's the headquarters you'll find a free uh, book called the simplicity principle where i sort of um, go a little bit deeper into the simplicity entrepreneurship um, ideas and how to identify you know how much complexity you have in your business right now maybe you have so much complexity that you don't even realize like i was i didn't know i was wrapped up in so much complexity until um, i left the business it only then occurred to me that yeah i was burned out uh, you know i was totally doing too many things wearing way too many hats um, so simplicitycircle.com is a starting point i also have a facebook community with the same name you're welcome um, to join and uh, simplicitycircle.com is going to get you there fantastic all right so for everybody who's feeling a little burnt out you know you've got <laughs> your business rolling but you're ready to have the income with simplicity and ease or check out the program or just lack of clarity and direction like you, mm -hmm. you really want to grow but you're not sure in which direction to grow what steps to take which methods to use fantastic there are millions of ways to grow your business or something i don't know when you started your business dana but i got started in 2000 and there were just a handful of ways to grow your business then yes and it's now exploded it, now it exploded you really yeah. don't know what is going to work for you where to get started so this really focuses you um, at the foundational level awesome oh thank you so much for coming on this show i really appreciate your time thank you dana thanks for having me thanks for tuning in to the inner dominatrix podcast the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be all right if you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.